Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, listeners. This is your official spoiler warning. If you have not listened to our 90s breakdown of John Leguizamo, we haven't even titled it yet, but something to do with the 90s, part one. Uh, I wouldn't recommend listening to this episode before listening to that episode. Go back, listen to part one, then come back and listen to part two and then send us abusive DMs about how we have completely gone off structure and this is not what you'd signed up for uh, when you went to listen to Leguizamarama. Um, Are we sorry? No. I'm sorry. Okay, Zach, sorry. I'm also a bit sorry. I was just doing a bit. We're sorry that we've, we've done this. We're sorry to ourselves as well. Do you think this is how we wanted to spend our Sunday? No. Um, anyway. I wanted to spend it at church with Jesus Christ. <laughs> I wanted to spend it doing a fuck. Anyway, enjoy the episode. Peace. I hate the word. I Hello and welcome to Mission Zach's Leguizama Rama, a podcast where usually the two hosts will uh, watch something or listen to something or read something or play something, usually watch something starring the one and only John Leguizamo. But uh, right now we're in the middle of a two-part podcast extravaganza <laughs> where we are breaking down... The John Leguizamo chronology, we are re-establishing the system with which we grade John Leguizamo. I am uh, one of these two fucking losers doing this. My name is Zach Ryan, who you might know from um, when he was giving a shit about this podcast (laughs) and really, like, legitimately thought... This could be a thing that that cuts through because he's a fucking idiot. I'm joined as always by my dear friend Mish Wittrup, who you might know from never losing that faith. Oh, it's all sorry. this. This is all I have. So I'm hoping one day we'll cut through, and I think it might happen with our Moulin Rouge episode whenever we choose to do that. When we choose to do that, but I'm I'm holding out hope. Can I tell everyone listening? Um, Mish had the best idea ever. We were talking about we should try and get Baz Luhrmann on. Yeah, oh, like, we should good. try and get Baz Luhrmann on, and and we were like, because you know he lives in Sydney. Yeah. He's a cool dude. I feel like he'd be up for it. But then get him to talk about like fuck it, I don't know. <laughs> Ice Age Six. <laughs> it's like uh, it would just be it would be so ER. Get him to watch yeah, two episodes it would be of ER. So funny if we managed to get Baz Luhrmann to agree to do this and then have him watch Night Owl, <laughs> the nineteen ninety one drama. That'd be funny. That'd be very funny. But do you think he'd be up for it? Uh, maybe. Like if you like, I, there would be a lot. And every of Every time, every time Romeo and Juliet or Moulin Rouge was brought up, we'd be like, "Yeah, but we're not here to talk about." Yeah, that. that's that's the trick. Because yeah. the thing is, anything would be. It'd be like you know, he could be like you know, that's the energy I saw in um, mm. in John, and you see it even here in, in this short film. But that's why I knew he'd be great for Tibble. It's like, shut up. We're yeah. talking about fucking the pest. <laughs> Shut up about casting him in a movie. The thing is, he would be really helpful to talk to Baz about John because he knew John in the 90s. Which is what we're talking about. We're not going to recap because you've gone back and listened to the last one. We got to a point where we're like, we've got to throw the whole goddamn thing. I needed a sandwich. Mish needed a sandwich. She spent the last week eating that sandwich and now we're good. Mm Mm-hmm. Zach needs to plug in his laptop. Can Zach borrow Mish's charger, charger for a sec? Yeah, here you go, mate. Thank you. And we're going to leave that in. And I'll tell you why we're going to leave that in. We're going to leave that in because we don't believe, we think that it's a lie when people cut the ums, the ahs, the yeah. Zach, Zach asking Mish if he can borrow her charger. 
if you don't leave that in, yeah. what have you got left? Yeah. You've got We're real lies. people. You always wanted. You always said yourself, "I wonder what Mish and Zach are really like." This is proof that this is we're us borrowing each other's charges. This is us. Before we came onto this podcast, we were talking about a hard drive to store a number of podcasts. That's the real us. So that's a much closer snippet of who we are now. Yeah. So Mish, yes. um, we got to where did we get to? We got to like late nineties. I think we need to just push into the two thousands just by a few films. But that's no, we can't. I think we need to at least push through to to, to Dad Guzamo. Just sort of go. What do we know into the early two thousands? What what have we seen? What do we know? Okay. Just to sort of be sure that whatever this is doesn't end. Fair enough. You know so what I'm saying? The next one we watched was Arabian Nights, mm-hmm. uh, TV mini series where he was in a fat suit. That's a hard one to place. Yeah, of course. Just like the next one after that was Titan AE where he was a voice. I think Arabian Nights has a, has a similar energy to Spawn. And and we've got to understand this is the heyday of Is that of just because they were both fat suits? Yes. No. So what you're saying is that Spawn and Arabian Nights are similar because he was a fatty? No, nah, he was kind of like the fat suit vibe. The fat suit. It's got, no, there's a, there's Gwyneth Paltrow had there's it a big difference. How. There's a big difference between his. I think there's three things. There's being fat, which is a real thing. There's um, padding in order to look more like a real person. That's just makeup and costume. That's not a. And then there's fat suit energy, mm-hmm. which is a demeaning. <laughs> Do you think I ever give off fat suit no. energy? No, I'm just fat. I wouldn't. You know, that's your journey. That's your. <laughs> But I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would never comment on that. But you don't have fat suit energy. Yeah. What's fat suit energy though? A skinny man putting on a fat suit and it being a part of the thing. So do you think historically in films, people in fat suits have given off even just a little bit of the same energy? As? All other people in fat suits? Fat suit. And I'm making a difference here because I, I there was recently a miniseries where, um, uh, about uh, there was a mini series about the Monica Lewinsky. Oh yeah, and the lead actress. I can't remember her name. She had some padding to look more like the real person. I don't think that's a fat suit. I'm talking like a round suit worn by a comedic actor, like Mike Myers in Austin Powers yes. as Fat Bastard. Yes. Okay. That's a that's a thing. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a good thing. I would argue it's a little cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I would argue it's a little cheap. <laughs> and and he wears a fat suit in Arabian Nights and right. in um and and in Spawn. Yeah, that's right. And then Titan AE was directly after that, same year, 2000. The first of his like really is this the first of his like voiceover work? Oh my god. Is it? I think it is. Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle, Titan. So it's starting to move into this space. This is Dr. Doolittle into Titan AE is a bit of a... That's like, I wish I'd realised that when we were reviewing Titan AE because but, maybe he was just like he went in there and was like, look what I can do. Th- this is why we're stepping back. This is why we're doing this. You have to correct the court. You have to okay. have these moments. Then we haven't reviewed King of the Jungle or Moulin Rouge yet, so we cannot discuss them. Which one's King of the Jungle? I don't know. I thought that was... Oh, no, I'm thinking Joe the You're King. You're thinking of King. Joe the King. Oh, that looks great. Um, what's, what's the worst that could happen? Yeah. All right. That was the Danny DeVito movie. Uh, we did it with Annie Louie, great ep. Um, man, the two thousands just came that in. That had real pest energy. Can I just say the two thousands just came in hard, didn't they? They were just like, this is what this decade is. Yeah. 100%. You know what I mean? Like the early nineties is a little, like 89 has a bit of nineties energy. 92 has a bit of eighties energy. There was just a shift and everything was two thousands. <laughs> We need to watch King of the Jungle. That looks sick. Yeah, I know. It looks awesome. Into Empire, Collateral Damage. Oh, Mar- Marissa Tomei is in it. Shut hey, up. Collateral Damage mm. is in there. 2002 Collateral Damage. Mm. He's got mad energy of the late 90s. Oh, he does have mad late because he's got a little cowboy hat and like a short tank. And a, yeah, yeah, tight, tight, tight tea, tight cowboy tea, hat. And it's a bit short and it just skins. Very kind of spawn is spawn coming up because that was like, there's also like a bit of spawn energy in there. Spawn, spun. 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 Sorry, spun. Yeah, no, this is pre-spun. I'm glad we moved into the 2000s. Also, (laughs) my God, was he uh, working in this time. Oh, 2002 was a massive year for him. This is crazy. Because you've got Ice Age. 
That they straight in there with Sid. Sesame Street Captain Vegetable. I presume that was a few months of shooting. So I don't know it's how. It's funny because I would have said that else. back in the day. I would have said that was Sexy Luigi, or Leg was Hollywood. Se- uh, Captain Vegetable. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then we have Spun. So we got. So we got. Two thousand and two, big year for the legs. Collateral damage, Ice Age. He was kind of setting himself up. I think there was a moment where he. I think he sat down with his partner, if he was with them at the time, and he said, "Look, I'm going to be busy, but this is. Mm. I'm setting myself up for life here." Mm. There was almost a shift here, wasn't there? There was like a. I'm just going to do it all. Yeah, for sure. There what we the go. Fuck Spun was the honeymoon? Two thousand and two. Oh yeah. Yeah, we watched the honeymooners. <laughs> Uh, what's Chronicus? Was that the? We haven't watched that yet. We haven't. No. Oh no, no, we haven't. We haven't watched Assault on Precinct Thirteen. I'm excited for that. Yeah, man. Uh, That's a mad. But 2000s all right, then we're going to stop here. We're going to. We have to. We can't just keep going to the 2000s. The one after that was Land of the Dead. And Sueno. I think we can kind Sweater of. Sueno had mad 90s energy, actually. Yeah, this is. We have to kind of push through until the first. We just. We don't have to dig in. I feel like we could have had this conversation before we hit record. Nah, fuck it. <laughs> All I want to get to is when is he unequivocally Dad Guzamo? Oh, okay, okay. We so you know that. what I'm we saying? Do we don't have to, like, go into each one. So we've got uh, Land of the Dead. We have Swenner. We have the Ice Age Ice Age, the Meltdown, which we, we did. Uh, we haven't watched ER. I'm excited for that. My Name is Earl. Nah, still not. The Babysitters. I think that's the first... Yep, because then right after the babysitters was the take. Yeah. And then after that was Love in the Time of Cholera. We've hit it, baby. We have hit it. Because he was Dad Guzamo in Cholera, wasn't he? He was Dad Guzamo in The Babysitters, mate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the, the happening. And there is nothing since then that I'm looking at that I, that is anything other than Dad Guzamo or Daddy Guzamo. Yeah, man. I'm with you. Repo, Repo Man, um, Lincoln Lawyer. Dad Guzamo should have been his Leguizasons. Leguizamesons. Leguizamesons. That's what Dad Guzamo should have been. Agreed. And now it's like we've got to find it, it elsewhere. Um, okay, great. So we got a 2007. What we're really looking at here, Mish, mm. this is, the, this is where, what we're really looking at here is with confidence we can say up until what year, up until what film, can we confidently say he was Baby Leguizamo? Up until Whispers in the Dark. Up until, yeah, regarding Henry, we haven't seen Puerto Rican Mambo, not a musical, or NY Mounted, but we know that- There's no way we're going to find NY Mounted. I've been trying I've, for Yeah, I've ages. tried many times. NYPD Mounted, I was so excited to watch it. It's a TV movie. I think it's a backdoor. I and think you, it's a pilot. Listen to this, everybody. Listeners, just a little segue. Mm. There this is, is a great little look behind the scenes of us, like, l- deeply researching. <laughs> where so, to there was a 1991 TV movie called NYPD Mounted. It goes for an hour and 28 minutes. It is fucking impossible to find. It looks so cooked. This is the um, description. A New York City cop becomes partners with a rodeo cowboy from Montana on the city's <laughs> mounted division. Find it for us, please. NYPD mounted. If you can find that, if you can find that, what will we do for them? Um, Big thank you. Big thank you. We've still got to watch. We've got a big pile of DVDs we haven't gotten to from um, the wonderful Little Relief that we haven't gotten to. So Big shout out to Little Relief. Little Relief. Shout out to you. We just, because we've been in, in our lockdowns, we haven't been able to like share DVDs. Mm. But yeah, like a shout out. Um, let us know where to get it if you know where it is. Please. Anyway, moving on. So, Mish, here's what, here's what we got, all right? I don't know if we can sort of say Whispers in the Dark is the start of da-da-da, but I think we can kind of confidently say Super Mario Brothers does not have is not the same era as regarding Henry. Different era. Right? And we're placing whispers in the dark with with whatever the new era is. So yeah. So from from Whispers in the Dark or from post, this is what we'll say. From post and poison is that as well. From post regarding somewhere between regarding Henry. 
all the way, and that's in, when's it regarding Henry? 1991. From 1991, all the way, all the way up to 2007's The Babysitters. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a lack of clarity there. Yeah. And this is where I go, we're dropping Sexy Luigi. We're maybe dropping Legos. No, we're dropping Legos Hollywood. I can't ask you to let go of Sexy Luigi. Yeah. I'm not letting go of Legos Hollywood. Thank you. And we're just sort of starting from the start. Going from the top. <laughs> what the fuck is this? What are we doing? I don't know. I've had so many moments in the last episode and just here in this last, in the, this fucking 15 minutes where I'm like, what? This is our day off, Zach. This is a Sunday. We are doing this on a Sunday at one in the afternoon on a beautiful sunny day. We recorded part one earlier today. I know for you, the listener, it was last week or two weeks ago, Mm. depending on when the Christmas episode comes (laughs) out. But we recorded earlier today and we were going to watch an episode of Dora the Explorer and then do an episode about that. But we were like, no, we got to do this. Mm. We had a very serious conversation over lunch about whether we should watch Dora the Explorer and talk about that for an hour or whether we should instead (laughs) continue continue to just do whatever the fuck this is. (laughs) And I won. The Babysitters. So The Babysitters in 2007. Now, maybe this is one massive era. Or Mm. maybe there's a couple. Maybe this is just a big old soup pot of Leguizamo. Okay. You've given up. Why? I don't like this soup pot bullshit. Hey, I accepted everything you just fucking said. Okay, we're just spitballing. We're getting a little aggro and I (laughs) apologise. Mish, I'm as passionate as you, and I'm sorry. I, I got. All I'm saying I let is, my, I let my passion for leg with science. All right, let, okay, we're no, gonna, okay, go. we're gonna you go. go. It, we're gonna go. go. No, no, it. no. You shut think soup. up. Go for the soup. We're not thing. doing. I don't want to do soup. I've dropped the soup. <laughs> I've dropped the soup. It's burning my tootsies. I think that's a good. I, I, I think that's the right choice to. Drop we're gonna the soup. do what we're gonna do first, and we're doing this. Is we're gonna see how many times there is a shift between 1992 and 2007. Can we have buzzers? Yes. So we're going to go buzz. Yeah. We're just, uh, here's what we're going to do. Yeah. We're going to read. And when you think there's a shift. Say shifty legs. I thought you would go. Bzzz. No, I think shifty legs is funny. Shifty legs. Yeah. And then you've got to make your case and then we mark it. We don't, we don't dwell on it. Mm-hmm. We just go, I'm feeling a shift. We don't even have to explain it. Okay. But let's not overdo it. There should and only be like. All listeners, let's play, play along at home. Play along. <laughs> when you think there should be a buzz, yeah. you buzz. And we're obviously only going to read out the movies that we've done. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, but I think we, no, we still read the movies we haven't done. We just sort of go, we say them like this. I don't know. You know okay. what I mean? So it's like, don't know. Have some okay, bargain. cool. Have some bargain. Yeah. All right. Let's so we're this. going to start with Whispers in the Dark. Okay. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whis- oh, let's, what's, let's, yes, because that's the new phase. That's the new phase. So we'd go. Keeping uh, in mind we haven't seen NYPD mounted yet. Yeah, but I'm guessing. Yeah. Puerto Rican Mamba, who knows? Yeah. All right, Whispers in the Dark. We know, we're confident that post Out for Justice is a new age. Out for Justice is the first, what's the word? Oh, yeah. What's the buzz? Shifty legs. Somewhere between Out for Justice and Whispers in the Dark is a shifty legs. That's a shifty legs. Okay, continue. Thomas White. Super Mario Brothers. Night Owl. Carlito's Way. We haven't done that one yet. Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. Housebug. A Pyromaniac's Love Story. Shifty legs. Shifty legs. So, yeah, okay. Okay. Um, he has mellowed heaps. It's a lot more chill. Um. So it's got Mario it's got a bit of a baby. It's got a pyro. Yeah, there's something here, and pyro has a big question mark on it from last week. Mm-hmm. So that's a good vibe. All right, well, I'll I'll continue now mm-hmm. reading. So pyromaniac love story. So it's shifty legs before pyro. Something happened between Super Mario Brothers and a pyromaniac love story. Okay, 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 okay. Pyromaniac love story. Two Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Shifty, shifty legs. legs. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> 
what we really need to do is watch something from between Super Mario Brothers and a Pyromaniac's love story to see when this happened. And we also need to ask ourselves, is this a shift? Mm. Or is are we are we still in our mind? So let's keep going. Okay. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. I'll go next. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar. Executive decision. The fan. Romeo and Juliet. All that. Well, you forgot the Cardian's love full Romeo and Juliet version <laughs> music video, but okay. Um, also, I looked it up and he's not in that. Well, we're going to watch it and find out. Okay. It's in the IMDb. All right. Uh, the Cardigan's love full Romeo and Juliet version. All that. Would Shifty you, legs. Shifty legs. All that. Which is where we've got, we've got a question mark next to all that as well. Yeah. Okay. So, so far we've already had three shifts. Yeah. Which I are they shifts? We're we're just identifying a feeling. Mm. Yeah, this isn't science. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you've got all this that. Is from our hearts. We've got the pest. All that to the pest. Very consistent. Mm. A brother's kiss. Oh, a brother's that. kiss. Spawn. Hey, also quite consistent. Yeah, that's quite consistent actually. Yeah, he's bringing his comedy into frogs for snakes. Shifty, Shifty legs. legs. Shifty. Is legs. it though? <laughs> Because because we're like, oh, he's not leg was Hollywood anymore. He's not the shift sexy between Spawn Luigi and anymore. Frogs for Snakes is huge, mate. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'll take that. Yeah, but then read out the next one. Body count. Yeah, there's no shift. Doctor Doolittle voice. Hard to know. Hard I, to know with voice. Vo almost its own category. Yeah, I would say that Vo. Don't fucking, like, no, we can't. You can't say. Almost I don't know what he was like category. in that Category. Joe the King. Yeah. Summer of Sam. I haven't, haven't seen, seen it. But Arabian Nights. Oh, uh, sh- no, I'm not legs? saying that. Uh, oh, wait, no, yeah, shifty legs, big time, because, like, that's more spawn energy, like you said earlier. It's, like, from the indies. Mm. It's from the indies yeah. to the... To the whatever mainstream, like, to whatever this mainstream television kind of thing. But is. isn't that interesting? Because all of a sudden, like if it had gone, the pest, like all that, the pest, Spawn, Arabian Nights. There's no shifty legs. But then there was this period of time between nineteen mid nineteen ninety seven and two thousand, where all of a sudden he was doing Frogs for Snakes, Body Count, Joe the King. What the fuck? I have a bit of a theory, Mish, but I don't want to say it just yet. Let's okay. keep going. I have a theory, though. Right. I have a theory that I, I need to uh, work on a little bit. Do you want me to pitch it to you now so we what can kind you of th- What do you think would make, make better for our listen? Uh, we're listing names of movies and saying shifty legs for another <laughs> hour. Don't get me wrong. I think it sounds like a lot of fun to listen to. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. It's so ill-formed and, I, and, I, and it, 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 it doesn't take into account the fact that Moulin Rouge is coming up. Yeah. Let's just keep going a little bit longer. Okay. Do you want me to keep going? Uh, I'll go. Mm-hmm. Arabian Nights, Titan AE, voiceover. Can't, no, you can't know. Uh, King of the Jungle. King of the Jungle. King of the Jungle. Moulin Rouge, which we've seen, though. So Can't Moulin review Rouge. it, though. What's the worst that could happen? Okay. Luna Heights, TV series voice. Empire. Empire. Collateral damage. Shifty, Shifty legs. legs. Yeah, there's a difference between Arabian Nights. What's <laughs> Sorry, the worst that was the happen? tear of my notepad. We're taking <laughs> notes here. Um, yeah, collateral damage has a lot more like. Oh. I, I think, right, see, I've almost got like this like leading man vibes in the 90s that's starting to shift now into like character actor world. Yeah. You know what I'm saying here, Mish? <laughs> yes. We're moving into, we're moving from leading man to character actor here. 
Oh, okay. I just had a thought. Okay. Yep. All right. No, no, we'll save him. Ice Age. But that's hard to say. Hard to say. But also, Sesame but also very Hollywood. Um, Point of Origin. Spun. Hey, Spun. Okay. Wow. All right. I, I, I think I'm developing a theory here. Undefeated. We haven't seen that. Chronicus. We haven't seen, seen it. Brothers Garcia. We haven't, haven't seen, seen it. it. Assault on Precinct 13. We haven't seen it. it. See, so we're in the 2000s now. Yeah. Honeymooners. Land We've done the, the honey- dead. We have done the Honeymooners. Oh, la- Honeymooners we have done. And what was he in that? He was a funny, funny guy. Uh, funny, uh, had a greyhound racing. Yeah, funny guy, greyhound racing. Land of the Dead. What is he in Land of the Dead? Daddy. Is he? No, I think he's kind of like... A bit Hollywood. He's like... Yeah, actually, Hollywood, you're right. But fuck, he's hot in that film. Let's yeah. just take a second to appreciate that. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, but I don't know. Like, okay. Sweno. Sweno's weird because Sweno is the tension. They're, they're trying to dress... Um, They're trying to dress a daddy Guzamo like a twink Guzamo, or which is my new sort of thing I'm floating in the mix. A Twinkazama. Twinkazama. Okay, yep. Which is the Baz Luhrmann era. Yeah, no. it's That's with sexy the, the Luigi. Tight tank top Luigi. So, but sexy Luigi, Sueno is like Daddy Guzamo dressed as sexy Luigi Guzamo. There's a weird tension in how they do his hair and stuff. Um, uh, yeah, now we're fully in the 2000s, mm. into ER. He's fully into sort of that. Uh, my, the, name my name is Earl. And Kill then, point. then we hit the babysitters. Then we then we're comfortably in Dad Guzamo. Mm. Okay, cool. So we definitely need to look at the two thousands. Well, I guess that's our next thing to watch. <laughs> it's it's also the 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 it's really the um the you know if, you know uh, man versus food you know that show this is like like the two thousands is like that big pile of carbs that that you got to get through. In a in a stunt meal, you know those giant like giant meals. If <laughs> yeah. you can get through it, we've just enjoyed the delicious uh, the delicious chicken nuggets. Chicken nuggets, yeah. And now we've got to just eat a pile of mash, mash and gravy. I love and mash bread. and gravy. Yeah, but it's a lot. <laughs> I can eat a lot. Oh well, then that's the next stage. Then, <laughs> then what comes after that? Then we're then we're in Dagwood's armor. That was that like the bread roll. Uh, Daguizama, I'm just talking more about watching. I'm just saying, like, that there's a big, chunky bit of his career where he did 50 movies a year. Yes. And that's the early to mid-2000s. Yes, 100%. And they're all, like, just fucking... There's a lot of them. Middling, yep. Well, not all of them. Land of the Dead, what a, what a treat. That was such a treat. I reckon that I, uh, Land of the Dead was a real treat. Spun's a lot of fun in its way. How good was Land of the Dead? Fuck, I loved Land of the Dead. Land of the Dead was one of my favourites that we've watched. That, that would be in contention for my, like, top seven Leguizamo performances. Can't, if you're listening... Cunt being Johnny Legs. No, you person. Oh, I thought you were calling Johnny Legs on a cunt being like, hey, cunt. No, but that's, but so you know. This would be so weird for him to be listening to. Yeah, it's an odd thing. But if you're listening right now, Johnny Legs, no, not Johnny Legs, listener, the listener, the one, you know, the the listener, Mm. I'm saying to you, if you, if you listen to this podcast and you haven't watched Land of the Dead, fucking. Watch Land of the Dead. Go watch it. Buy it on like Google or on YouTube. Land of the Dead was so good. I'm just on the Land of the Dead IMDb page Remember right now. Remember his jacket? Oh. It's the 2005 thing I've ever the seen The living dead life. have taken over the world and the last humans live in a walled city to protect themselves as they come to grips with the situation. What an awful blurb for a fabulous film. Hey, here's what I reckon, Mish. What's up? Moulin Rouge is playing Toulouse-Lautrec. He's kind of having fun. Arabian Nights is having fun. Uh, collateral damage is tough, man. Can I say what I'm thinking? All right. To me, there seemed to have been, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a slight push, slight push towards romantic-y, good-looking vibe characters. Mm -hmm. Right? Like the vibe was that it was necessary. So rather than it just being like, I am sexy Luigi and I'm working Mm -hmm. hard, whatever. There was this push before there was a realisation from God knows who that maybe we have a character actor on our hands. What I'd like to call the Guy Pierce effect. The Guy <laughs> Pierce effect. Just because this young man is very attractive yeah. doesn't mean 
he's a leading man. But sometimes you can be misdiagnosed with a guy, Pierce. This is what I think. You think Johnny Legs was misdiagnosed? I think mis- he was misdiagnosed as a character actor. But he's such a good character actor. He is, but he's also a great leading man, I think. Fabulous leading man. He's a bit more like a Brad Pitt than he is a, a Guy Pierce. Hmm. You know what I mean? They put him in the... See, Guy Pierce is not a leading man. Guy Pierce is a character actor. You think so? Guy Pierce is at his absolute best. Guy Pierce actually has a great Guy parallel Pierce- as well because he was in Priscilla in a very similar role. I would say Guy Pierce is best when he's in Memento. Yeah, actually, he's fucking sick. Memento, Guy Pierce and Johnny, Johnny Legs have a very they similar sit down. career. Can you imagine if they sat down and had a chat? A little like- chat, yeah. Like, what was it like for you? Remember when we played the, like. Have ever done anything together? I don't think they have. I'm just having a look over um, Guy Pierce's filmography. That's just amazing. to confirm whether or not they have. Johnny Legs wasn't in the Hurt Locker, was he? He would have, no. could have been. Like, could have been. <laughs> absolutely could have been. That's got, that's at least a one and a half Leguizamo movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, that's a good two. Um, so from what I can see at this point, Guy Pierce and John Leguizamo have not worked together, if you can believe it. And, and, and have had a very similar career trajectory. Yes. In the late 90s, they played the flamboyant, beautiful, a flamboyant, beautiful drag queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, which made everyone go, I think this person is a leading man because they're so beautiful. Yes. And then after a time around the mid-2000s, because Guy, Pierce, Guy Pierce's Mario Brothers came later in, mm-hmm. in that time travel movie, which was just atrocious. Mm-hmm. I think Guy Pierce sort of was like, ah, I'm not going to do the leading man thing. Guy Pierce and John Leguizamo. There you go. I think John Leguizamo would have loved a career as a leading man. I think where John Leguizamo could have could have really had a great time is 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 in the is in the Brad Pitt Leonardo DiCaprio category. Mm. You know what I mean? Leading man, but to the point that he's just playing interesting stuff. Yep. Yeah, okay. I hear that. I hear that. Except with the exception of Memento, I enjoy Guy Pierce more when he's not carrying the weight of the film on his shoulders. I just looked up Guy Pierce and John Leguizamo together to see if they've ever worked together, and in the space of the thirty seconds, I fell into a hole so deep that I've come across a website that is suggesting that Owen Wilson's lookalike is James Vanderbeek, and that makes me very mad. That's ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous fucking thing I've. Owen ever Wilson's heard. lookalike is Luke Wilson in an Owen Wilson movie. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Some of these lookalike suggestions are so bad. Helen Hunt and Lily Sobieski. Yeah, that's a good one. They don't look anything play, alike. They've played mother and daughter. They're both, Josh they're both Radner long. and Jimmy Fallon, that one's fair. Helen Hunt and Lily Sobieski are both long, long in the face. Long people, like slightly. <laughs> they slightly look a little stretch. like a string bean. Yeah. <laughs> like a beautiful string bean. Yeah, fair. They're saying Clive Owen and Gerard Butler look alike. They don't. Ugh. Ugh. Mish, yes. what do you think about this thing, though, that I'm saying about <laughs> Guy Pearce and what's his name? Johnny Legs. <laughs> I think you make a very good point, Zachary Wayne. Guy Pearce sits comfortably in the in the third billing, whereas Johnny Legs should be higher. And that's not a read on Guy Pearce. That's where Guy Pearce is better. Do you think? I think the only way we're going to be able to come to a conclusion is if we now swap and do a podcast dedicated to Guy Pearce's. Oh, we're dropping Johnny Legs. <laughs> we're doing Guy Pearce. No chance. No, Guy Pearce. I think is is better when he's having fun. Same as Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt's a character actor in a leading man's. Whereas I think Johnny mm-hmm. Legs. I think I I. I like Johnny Legs the most when he's the leading man, when he's got that energy on him. I agree. Sometimes. Oh, I don't agree. I don't agree. Okay. I don't. Ag- oh, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Look, don't get me wrong. Oh, no, I do. Like- There's the outlier. There's the occasional outlier. But I think, you know, leading, I think even in Army of the Dead, he's the antagonist, but there's a, there's a leading man energy. He's mm. like, he's, he's carrying something. I think character actors are the people that don't need to carry the film. They come in and have fun within the scenes they're in. Mm. Whereas, well, the, the, to me, like, it's so hard because there have been so many, but his greatest acting performance that I have seen in terms of acting is the take. Mm. 
And he's got leading man energy. When John Leguizamo is carrying the film, mm. he's better, the film's better. When Guy Pierce is able to just have fun because he's not carrying the film, he's better, the film's like better. Like in, in the King's Speech. Yeah, King's Speech. Um, I still think Memento is fucking phenomenal. Yeah, but, you know, Iron Man 3 is a bit of fun. I've never seen that. It's not good, but, like, <laughs> Guy Pierce is great in it. Even even think about even he he's not like the is he the I don't think he's the heart of Priscilla he's the one he's just like I think we might is it possible that we need to look at 1992 to 2007 as like an ombre from sexy cute boy to character actor What's ombre mean Like a t- like my hair is how it goes from dark slowly and goes lighter Oh it's like a transitionary period Yeah yeah, very much could be. Hey, maybe there's like maybe what we have is we have distinct ages and then we have overlap periods. Mm. So I think there's two ages in this window, Mish. Hit me with them. I think there is the there's a shot here. I think there's a there's a shot here at at being Brad Pitt, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? And then there's a shift. And I reckon that shift happens somewhere in the early 2000s. Around when? It's hard to say. But <laughs> but I noticed it at Arabian Nights. That's the late 90s, yeah. 2000. Okay. Where <laughs> he goes from reaching for, like, the leading man to being character actor. Yeah. <laughs> sitting <laughs> sitting at third billing. He accepts third billing somewhere between 1999 and 2003. He accepts third what billing. What are we doing? <laughs> no, nah, I'm on it. There's no laughs from me. I've cracked the code. Here's what happened. Oh, yep. <laughs> 1997. John Leguizamo's agent calls him. In 1997, are we saying like around Spawn? Spawn. I'm trying to be illustrative. 96, 97, 95. Mm -hmm. His agent calls him and says, hey, you've been offered this fun, bit part, interesting role. It's a couple of weeks of shooting. It's going to be really fun. It's with some really good actors. It's a really good writer. It's going to be a good, fun thing to do as an actor. And he's like, great, I'd love to do it. And his agent goes... I don't think you should. He goes, what do you mean? He said, we're trying to position you as a leading man. He's like, oh, my God. What do you mean? And like, I don't think you should do that role because we're trying to position you as a leading man. And if you do that role, people will start to think of you as a character actor. And do you think Johnny Legs then went, well, good? I think he was like, oh, okay, well, you know best. Anyway, I'm off to my personal trainer. Got to get my chest one inch bigger than my waist. I don't agree. Okay, I, I just, was on board up until that point, but I think that there's a very good chance that Johnny Legs went, hmm, well, maybe that, that's not such a problem. I don't know what he was thinking in his mind. <laughs> I can't, I, I'm not a, I'm not a Claire Johnny Leguizamo vent clairvoyant <laughs> John. <laughs> I'm not a clairvoyant named John. I'm not a clairvoyant Zagamo. What I do know. <laughs> Zagamis. Every pun is now just we just add Zagamis to the end of it. Did you ever go to Zagamis? Never been. But I love it. Z- I love a big box. I love a big box restaurant. No, Zagamis was great. We went there as a family sometimes because they had a um open salad bar. Oh, I and love you could have as many salad, salad and for some reason the salad bar was connected to a big vat of red jelly. And you could oh eat as many God, as much red it. jelly as you wanted. How good? So I like used to eat so much how red jelly. A curry pasta, pasta, a curry powder pasta salad. You know what I'm talking about? No. It's real. Oh salad. yeah, no. You know, you curry potatoes. You have yeah. potato salad with just curry powder and mayonnaise. Yeah, I love that. So, 2002, I can confidently say, at 2002, either he said to his agent, "Fuck it, I wanted." Act, or his agent said, "You know what? I think we just yeah. do the act. two thousand, or maybe changed agent, mm. or maybe he had to make the money." But from two thousand and two onwards, he's not saying no as much. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I mean, look at 2002, how many fucking projects he did. Massive ones too. Heaps. He got Dr. Doolittle under the radar. He got it in, right? But I think there's the sort of a trying to make leading man a thing all the way up to around Summer of Sam. Haven't seen it, so I can't say for sure. And then from uh, Arabian Nights, Titan AE, maybe it's King of the Jungle. Maybe it's around there. Do you not think that maybe it's possible he did Moulin Rouge, had the time of his life, realised he gave the performance of a lifetime, his agent saw that, other directors saw that. We haven't watched Moulin Rouge yet, so, like, we can't, but we have. And went, hold on a second. That's the pathway for you. Here's what I'm going to say. We came into this podcast thinking we were doing a podcast about a character actor. We went through a realisation that we had in our hands a secret, and that secret was that John Leguizamo is a leading man, not can be a leading man. Perhaps what we had there was the very key, (laughs) the very key (laughs) to what this is. Mish, I'm going to propose something. I can't tell you when it started, <laughs> when I it ended. Imagine if you proposed to me just now. Marry me, Mish. <laughs> Marry me. I'm going to propose to you right now, man. I'm going to propose something, Mish. Yeah. I don't know when it starts. I don't know when it ends. That's for another time. There is two ages in this window. I'm falling apart. One yeah. is the leading man era yep. of John Leguizamo. Also can be defined by, I don't know the name of it, all, also can be defined by his agent says no for him mm. into the character actor age of John Leguizamo. Do you think the character actor age then bleeds into Dad Guizamo? Because then I think it becomes Dad Guizamo. But then throughout that, mm-hmm. he still says yes to leading man roles. It's not purely character actor. When is he leading man in the, the take? In the, in the character actor. Well, that's Dad Guizamo. It's a new age. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> is he is he is he the lead in any from two thousand and two until two thousand and seven? Oh my god! You're right, Zach. I he's wonder got, what he's like in When God Left His Shoes. He's got leading man energy in Land of the Dead, but it's a genre film. He's the bad guy. That's a character actor choice. He's got leading energy man because that's who leading he is. Energy man. I think it's, and he's not always the lead during the leading man era, but it's the it's the pursuit of leading man. It's a, it's a slightly different thing. Mm. No, I agree with that. That I'm 100% on board with is that, Right at the start of what we thought was the sexy Luigi phase, it is that pursuit of the leading man. You know, Summer of Sam, I, we haven't seen that. We can make this happen for you, John. Dr. Doolittle is like, yeah, you can do a VO work. Body count, frogs for snakes. There's like, there's like still going for that. It's hard to, it's hard to place, mm. you know, because in a lot of ways, the pursuit to leading man kind of is from the start, you mm. know. And that's where maybe baby legs needs a redefinition as well. Maybe that's where hashtag was armor. So this is what I'm going to pitch just really quick. Okay. I don't and want this episode to go for much longer. No. This is my pitch. <laughs> no, I think we're just going to land on something to to take with us, something to put okay. in our knapsack. Well, this is just something that, and it's kind of inter, it intertwines with what you're saying as well, mm-hmm. but I want to bring it all the way back to Super Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. He didn't work in 1994. Might have been writing a solo show. We mm-hmm. don't know. I think Super Mario Brothers came out. Mm-hmm. Super Mario Brothers was a famous flop. Mm-hmm. Now a cult classic, mm-hmm. but a famous flop. He turned down Philadelphia, which won Oscar after Oscar after Oscar. Mm. I think he went, well, we need to, we, I'm, I'm, I'm an actor. That's all I know how to do. And it's all I love. We need to just, basically what you were saying. It's like, we need to target this kind of leading man energy but I think that came off of a hard-hitting Super Mario Brothers experience. So you think there's like a build, 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 build to Super Mario Brothers? Yes. Clip. And then there's another build, 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 clip. Yes. You know, maybe 
Freak was a shift. Mm. Freak was an award-winning work. Maybe Freak was a shift. You know, Freak. What a roller coaster to go from Super Mario Brothers to Freak. Well, Freak happened in 99. Oh. So what I'm sort of saying is like off of Freak, we've got to watch Summer of Sam. We've got to watch Summer of Sam. Is there going to be a part three after we've watched Summer of Sam? Ah, this is just we're putting it in the knapsack. Okay. Although I just need to say to the listener, we pre-recorded a few, so we're not going to come back to this concept until about March. <laughs> <laughs> and and um, we'll have probably forgotten. Uh, okay. I think that we can comfortably say it was a bill, it was a leading man that Ombraid bled into the character actor that we know and love. So what we've the new version we have. Yes. Which I think might shift again. I think we've got to get to two categories eventually. But this is now just to take with us. Pop yep. it in the, the proverbial knapsack. Yes. We've got leading man. We've got what we've got is bit part bit part quasamo. Bit part quasamo. <laughs> we'll work on these names. Yeah. Le- the, the, like the, we'll, we'll, I don't have the yeah. names. We've got bit part. We've got what. We got jobbing actor. The leading leg was Armo. So the first one is like jobbing actor. Yes. Baby baby legs. Baby legs. Second one is the pursuit of leading man. Yes. Then we've got character actor. Yeah. Then we've got that Guzamo. High five me, Zach. I think that's right. At this point. But we are open-minded to the idea of it changing. But that's where we're at. That's where we got to. It took us so long and a sandwich. It's a, it's a tough one, and I don't think we've fully gotten there yet, you know. We're, no, no, we're we not. do need to watch Summer of Sam. We also need to watch Carlito's Way. Yeah, I think that's they're going to really, like, I think Summer of Sam's really going to help. But, I yeah, man, I think it's interesting. Oh, man, Spawn, though. Spawn really fucking throws it out, doesn't it? Fuck, maybe he's just an actor and he did lots of different things. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. It can't just be that he's reads the script, likes the script, it pays enough and he does a job. It can't be that. It can't be that. It just it can't be that. There no, must no. be meaning. There, there must, must be behind it. Uh, but I think there's something there. I think we've got two ages. We haven't landed exactly where they start and mm. end, but we've got two ages here. Yeah, and if we never revisit it again, it's because I said to Zach once we stopped recording this podcast that I hated doing that. For our mm. listeners. Mm. And and do know, though, like, as we reach this realisation, yeah. this has got a great energy. Yeah. But we recorded, we, we just wanted to get some guests in before Christmas. Yeah. Um, so we've recorded probably a few of the February ones in advance. Yeah. So, Jess, we're just not going to talk about this. Yeah, for a while. For a chunk. Yeah. We'll, we'll go back to it. But eventually. we'll come back to it. And, and I think it's the right energy, you know, just every now and then we check back in. Yeah. Yeah, every now and then we just go, where are we at? And I like this. I like this energy. This Whatever is a- you do, though, if you're a fan of Leguizamarama and you want to tell all your friends about it, don't tell them to start with this don't episode. Don't tell them to start with part two of this. This, the weird, this, is. this weird deep dive. What are we going to call it? I don't know. Um, uh, I don't know. <sighs> I'm happy to kind of let Tom decide. All right. Tom, you can decide what both parts are called. Yeah. Um, we've gotten to the end now. Uh, mm. Thank you for joining us. Where are we at? What are we taking away with us? These two age things. Yeah. So, so I like the idea of this ombre, this kind of effect of going from leading man to character actor. Saying no to things, yeah. like trying to trying to force it and yeah. then just embracing. I like it's, that. It's, the, it's the yes or no from the agent is, is, I would say, the key. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, I can't believe you stuck with us, listener. Thank you so much. They didn't. You don't think so? We are talking to no one. No one is. Could we say anything right now, do you think? I've been needing to fart for about 25 minutes. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Tom's listening. No, but that's a Tom. I don't. Tom will just be like, yeah, she. (laughs) Yeah, maybe don't fart. (laughs) Oh, don't fart. Don't fart. Hey, guys, Mish, don't fart. It peaks out of the sound. What a strange Do you want to feeling. Share there is a good no chance one's no one's listening. Yeah, a good chance. Do you want to say anything? Do I want to say anything? I love John Leguizamo. <laughs> no, that's a cop out. If I'm about to fart in 20 minutes. I'm not I'm not sharing anything. I'm a closed book. <laughs> it's very safe. Um, but I love this. I love this era. And I would love to know 
Maybe one day we ask John. Maybe we go, John, we noticed like <laughs> the amount of movies you were doing up in 2001, 2002. Oh, God, we need to talk to him. That's all I want to know is like, was there a shift? Why not just time? ask him on Instagram? Uh, maybe we've got to save something for the, like, we can't just ask him every time. Because this might be in his memoirs, he might tell us. He might tell us in his one-man shows. Imagine if we were in his memoir. Yeah. <laughs> like that day he discovered there was a podcast about his movies. That's the yeah, dream. Yeah, wow. That's pretty cool. Anyway, listeners, thank you for joining us once again. Um, we kind of got to a conclusion. And I think we did. Yeah, I feel I'm that way. I'm happy with this. I really want to watch Summer of Sam. Can yeah. we watch that next? Uh, well, it, I think we got to. I think we got to get through a few two thousands ones. All right. Next phase is like, what does this era look like? Yeah. Because I, ju- I just, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to like watch Summer of Sam and then and then have to sit through a fifty where God left his shoes. ERs. I'm really keen for an ER month or two. Yeah, that's going to be fun. We're going to just do ER hard. <laughs> We're going to hit ER hard. Oh, so fucking, you thought this was entertaining. Wait till you hear our ER month coming soon. <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you later. Bye. Thanks so much, everybody. And Mish, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.